This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. My name is Matt Peralta alongside Dave Sherapin. Every day we're here on the Props YouTube channel on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt or at Boston versus the book. We take the video, we pin it to the top of our both accounts. So if you're looking for us, if YouTube ever acts wonky, if my internet dies, which might happen today as we're why we're late, <laughs> my internet, my internet is a little wonky Shit today. So loud. I don't know if we're gonna be just FYI. You can always go find the show on Twitter. Dave. I wish I bet Marcus Smart to win Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> Man, I wish I bet that ticket. A lot of uh, my Boston friends had tickets on that, and damn, that thing paid out last night. Yeah, I mean, that's good. <clears throat> so, you know, somebody has to win it. Um, First guard since 96 to win it, and he was 50. It was, he was 5,000 to one at one point. So it's 50 to one who started. Yeah. yeah. Yes, 5,000 yep. to one. Probably not many bets on that which is good. It's good publicity for the book, but um, congratulations to him. Congratulations to anyone that had a ticket on him. Congratulations to the chat. Zach's here. Stevie Mac. SoCal <laughs> DGen. You, you're doing Pierre. this way too much. <laughs> I love it. They're all waiting for us. Congratulations <laughs> to joining the show. Like, tell everybody. Let's go. I wore uh, a nice it's... white hat for you guys today. Ooh, it's good. It's very good, right? I got a DM this morning from somebody saying, how can I get a hat? So we're getting asked questions about the hat. We're coming around. We'll see yeah. what we're doing on draft day. We're getting the hats. I get a quote today as to how quickly we can get the hats back. So we're hoping to get the hats back at some point in the very okay. near future. So, good. I mean, we got new people in here. All right. Nicholas is new. What's up? Maddie Raff, cool. Matthew Rafferty. Come on. He's a former student of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> did he get a good grade in your class? I believe he did. I think he got an A. I thought or A minus. I think so. He did. Matt, well. DM yeah. me. Follow me on Twitter. If he didn't give you a good grade, we'll talk to him about that. <laughs> After the fact, I can't do anything about it. This is my least favorite month coming up because I have to deal with people who get angry about really minor things with their grades. And like at the start of the class, I tell them all that like, look at this is not a class about grades. It's not a class about your book. It's about the work you're going to do in class. Right. And so I want you to be, you know, but some people are hung up on like, well, you know, I got an eight out of a 10 on one of my quizzes. So can I change that and do an extra credit? I'm almost like, oh my, yep. Okay. What I got to do? Like, <laughs> come on in. Sure. Like, yep. Some kids are really <laughs> anal about really small things. No matter how much I tell them, it doesn't matter. They don't care. They're very much like on the grade point and the grade issue. And so I don't maze a pain in the ass, but in particular, because they always wait till the last second. This is the bad thing. Them. Oh, gosh. I got to listen to 16 30 minute podcasts for the final. 
I give really? myself so much work. Oh gosh, it's tough. What's the yeah, subject? Anything they want. They had, that's the whole the whole crux of the of the semester. Oh, so that's good. You don't give final. you don't have to listen to like 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 write an English paper. An English teacher got to read thirty papers same. about the no. same thing. Yeah, it's all different. Whatever they want to talk about, whatever they want to create, they have to talk and interview one guest and make a thirty minute compelling conversation. They have man, to actually do something man. that's interesting. Yeah. Some of them really struggle. Some of them have a real tough time and some of them panic because they wait. And I tell them literally on the first day of class, start thinking about your final assignment now because April and May will be here before you know it. And you're going to go, Oh no, (laughs) what do I do? How do I do this? And you're going to be running around and I'm going to go, eh, it's, it's a, it's a fourth of their grade is the final. It's a big chunk. So if you fall on your face on the final, uh oh, they're gonna have a hard time getting a good grade. <laughs> but Professor P, you didn't tell me to do this. Uh, I've been warning and warning and warning and war. I, I literally rate like wave red flags at every single like marker, like spring break marker. Oh, say, hey guys, hey guys, we're not working on a podcast over spring break, Professor P. There's no chance. Hey, Come on, I know it's no chance, but you can sit on the beach and think about what you're going to talk about, or send an email out to a guest you need or someone to come on in. So you can have uh, guests too. They have to, right? They have to have one guest. They have to have one interview in the podcast. How long could the, is the interview required to be a certain amount of time? Well, technically, I, mean, I can, say because you don't want to invite somebody on and let them talk the whole correct. time. Correct. So it's so the minimum time is is seven minutes for the interview. Okay. So you you have to have them on for at least seven minutes, but then they can go as long as you think it's interesting. But if they're rambling and it's boring, then it's on you as the host. You've got to wrap that up and move on because if I'm bored by it, then it doesn't work. What a great assignment. That's a good assignment. They have to do a a 10-minute intro, 10-minute interview, 10-minute conclusion. So that's how it's broken up. It's a show right there. It's a 30-minute show, and you've got to be able to carry it. And people come in and be like, can I have a co-host? No. Can I have like just the guest be the entire time? No. You have to actually show that you can conduct yourself and handle it. So Matt's was good. Matt's podcast was good. He did a good job with it. So I do remember that. So he he, he did a good sports oriented podcast. He's always down there, Joe. I see him all the time. Like now that I've been there, like for this going on my third year now, I walk in and I've got like former students who are doing things on the radio station, on the TV station. So it's kind of uh, look at it's, you. It, it's fun now. Yeah. I'm part of the whole little. Uh, You're like the Belichick like, coaching tree. <laughs> got all these once, disciples once underneath. Once they get jobs, okay. So Eric, who's our Eric and Riley, Riley Pay, who now who, who's doing our wagers trending, yeah. former student of mine, Eric Garcia, who now works under Farah for oh, our video, another our video production, student. another former student. The only thing they said to me was, "I can't hire a current student, so I can hire anybody who used to be in my class. Okay. I can't hire anybody who is currently in my class." Okay. Yeah. Because it looks a little wonky if I'm paying somebody and then it's it just you and this wonky free. word, man. You use this wonky word like five times a show. You must use it Sorry, 15 like it. times a day. Yeah, probably. And it's also because I'm, re- I'm reading Willy Wonka with Madeline every night. So like, fantastic. I love Willy Wonka. It's glass elevator sucks. It's so bad. It's, really? the, it's compared to how good the chocolate factory is, how good of a book, how legendary book that is. Yeah. Like he, I mean, literally 
Roald Dahl had to have been high the entire time he wrote. Probably. Glass, glass Elevator. Because it makes no sense. Do you remember <laughs> it at all? The book at all? The second one? No. Yeah. So they, they take the glass elevator to outer space. And when they're in outer space. Already sounds fight, like a bad idea. They fight Martians that are living on a space hotel that they're – they they have no skeleton, so they can literally like mold themselves into all sorts of things, and they mold themselves into English words, and like the, and and they tell things to the, to to Charlie and to his family. They're up sounds, in space. It's absolutely ridiculous. Sounds like a terrible idea. It's terrible. Chocolate Factory is insane, and that is an acid trip in its own thing. Chat, but, if you if you're watching the show, put oh. it in put the comments in the, in the chat if you've read this ridiculous <laughs> book. It sounds like a very bad idea. It's bad. Brian Teletti's here. N- Big Nelly buckets. <laughs> Neil is in the house. He got a podcast. Fade you. You got to listen to. You're probably going to be on his show for at some point as a guest. <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. But the chat yeah. will tell you this. This class elevator, elevator sounds like a sucks. terrible idea. It's a terrible book. It's a ter. I mean, literally. Does it, she it, gotta why? write a, a summary of it? No, because we we bought her. She likes Roald Dahl a lot, so she likes. Oh, so we bought her at Costco. They've got like these, um, like encyclopedia type things where every book by an author you can buy in a box yes. set. Yes, we've done. So that. Yeah. we bought the Roald Dahl. So we're kind of progressively going through a bedtime story. We're going going through it. So we mm. read Chalk Factory, loved it. So now we're continuing on to Glass Elevator. And it's absolutely like every time I'm like, do I have to read this? She's like, yes, we have to finish this. I'm like, oh my God, this book is bad. Bad, 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 bad. You don't want to read it. And, and, and don't read it high either. I'll give you bad, bad, bad vibes. Don't do that. That, that, that won't be that. smart. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, uh-uh. you, you won't enjoy the experience because some of the visuals are really, really weird. And like, it makes fun of the president and make the president's an idiot. And like, there's songs to make fun of politicians. It's all, it's all very, very strange. All right. So can we talk about the Warriors for a second? And uh, holy shit is the word I would use for what this team is doing right now. What in the actual hell do you do if you're the Suns and you're watching this Warriors team? These two are on a collision course. I cannot wait for it to happen. But can anybody beat the Warriors if they're playing like they did last night? Hell yeah. The Suns. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, for sure. I don't. If Jordan Poole is playing the way he's playing right now, I don't know. Great. Defensively, they were so good last night. Yeah. They were, oh, turnover after turnover after turnover. Jokic gets run. <laughs> I mean, the Nuggets are just melting down, and they don't know what to do right now with this team because it's not just Steph. Clay played well. Draymond was his typical self. Whoa, last night was big. Draymond was great. I mean, he was he was Draymond again, knowing that everybody else was doing their thing, so he could just sit there and be right on, you know, uh, Jokic's face and just just keep poking him and get in his face and elbowing him a little bit. He's getting madder and madder and madder. You're watching the game going. He's gonna elbow. Him. He's just gonna take him out. I mean, this is pissing me off. I'm just watching, but I know what Draymond's doing. Um. It's fun to watch the Warriors play basketball. When they're rolling, it is fun. And it's more fun when you lay six and a half or you lay seven and they're up and they're just rolling. And they were down 10 in the second quarter. You could have laid two and a half. It happens fast. It happens so fast. Um, It's crazy how quickly they can throw that. Is it too much? Is the shimmy and all the stuff too much? Like, is it? I, 
I saw nope. some people at Gabby Twitter talking about, man, they really talk a lot. They do this. They do that. Stop them if you don't like it. I love it. I love, I love it. it. I uh, absolutely <laughs> love it. I mean, I would, I would, if I'm a Nuggets fan, I hate it. Or I'm a Nuggets backer. I mean, a lot of people on gambling Twitter were backing the Nuggets last night. That's why they were pissed off by that because they thought they were sitting pretty in the second quarter. They were like, Hip, see you that there. We got that going. We got yeah. our plus seven told you. And then it was a 19 one run. I think it was in the second quarter that put them at the lead. They covered the first half number. And then the second half was just a ridiculous explosion. It was yeah. three I mean, when turnover. They, three so turnover. When they're making shots, unstoppable. I mean, they're 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 making shots. Jordan Poole's making shots. Steph is making shots and shimmy and telling everybody. Then, oh, by the way, you crash on them or try to double one. <clears throat> oh, just kick it to Clay. And he likes it. He just drops one in and smiles and walks back. Like they're back. They're back. If they're healthy and they're okay, they're back. And I I mean, I think the only team that can beat them is, is what, the Suns. Their defense is what's the most impressive, though. Oh. I mean, we've seen the offense, we've seen the shots, we've seen the shimming. It's the defensive effort, it's the hands, it's the turnovers, it's what Boston was doing to the net to the nets. It's yeah. just being pestering, having your guys, everyone with active hands everyone knocking the ball around and Jokic got frustrated. I mean, he just yes, he had he no did. room to operate in the paint. And every time he turned, he had two guys in his face <laughs> and, and he just like, he didn't know where to go. And he was like, and he got frustrated because it's playoff basketball. So yes, certain calls in the regular season get made, but not in the postseason. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way that it is. I, I like that. I, I don't want ticky tack stuff. I want blood. You don't get, you don't get a foul call in the playoffs should be bleeding. So, <laughs> That, that that's just how I feel. And he got frustrated. He got ejected because of it. Draymond Green did his job. Net, you know, the whole needling, getting under someone's skin. They got to be more composed. And look, game three probably is very different when they go back to Denver, altitude and whatnot. But that series is over. Nuggets are going home. Sweep? Yeah. Again, game three may go to the Nuggets, but that series is over. They're not, they're not winning four games in the next five. It's funny. We're trading text their uh, tweets last night with Ben Carey from Capwise. And, you know, he's like, what do you think the line will be? It's easy. I mean, Suns are, or the Warriors are favored. It's right. minus one and a half or minus two and a half. I mean, it's that's it, what it, the Sixers are for tomorrow. So it makes sense. Six, yeah. seven and a half at home and now one and a half on the road. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's, it's plug and play formula. I mean, it's not, it's not too much subjective. <gasps> Oh, they're going to bet this. Oh, they're going to bet that. This is a classic where, the, you know, the team down 2 nothing goes home with no hope. They didn't cover. They didn't play well in their home dogs. Everybody bets the favorite, and the home dog wins the game. I've seen it so many times. This is the game that's hardest to win yeah. for, that, for that road team or for that favorite team. Road team, yeah. yeah for the you know, road favorite, yeah. Yeah, so uh, don't be surprised to see them split. I mean, you know, we'll talk about Philly and Toronto more tomorrow. We'll talk about a little bit of that today and how that game went because that was that was eye opening to me as well. But I don't know. I think I think Denver gets one. I think yeah. Denver gets one. Probably game three. That's that's it. They're losing game four. 
they're losing. They ain't winning a game in Golden State. There's no chance that they're going there and winning a game. Ain't no way. No. All right. So last night, speaking of frustration, we see Nick Nurse, John with Embiid. (laughs) I mean, they're down 2-0, and they look dead. I mean, I know our boy Gabe Morenci is going to game four. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to see a 2-1 series. It feels like it's going to be a 3-0 series. I don't know if the Raptors have any answer for the Sixers. Do they? Um, well, let's see. If they call the games like that, no. They don't have no shot. If if Embiid gets to the foul th- free throw line, if Harden keeps getting to the free throw line, if they have no shot. Now, that is on the Raptors as much as it is the refs. I mean, they want to cry about the refs. Gabe and Cam were nonstop last night on the show saying it was the refs. And I'm lo- I'm watching a game with them. We're doing the in-game live. And I'm like, it ain't just the refs. Like, they're making shots. Tobias Harris has open shots. He's knocking them down. They kept driving and kicking it out. Maxie didn't do anything in the first half. I mean, he had three points at halftime. Looked like his yep. prop was going to go under. They come out in the third quarter. I don't think they missed a shot. Um, that had nothing to do with the refs. It had nothing to do with the refs. Uh, OG got to our prop of the day. That was good. Which, by the way, our prop of the day is 15 and 7 over the last 22 days. That's nice. It's not yeah. bad. It's not a bad little run. We're, we're on for that. So we got that in the third quarter. That yes. Hit. The whole fourth quarter to kick our heels up. You got a, he almost had 30. He got in some foul trouble, but he almost, he almost went for 30 in that game. So Everybody got in foul trouble it. for the Raptors. They kept calling fouls on that team. <laughs> but but he hit some open shots. It was good to see. I mean, he hit a couple threes, and I was mm. like, oh, good. You know, he's shooting. I think he had 12 at halftime. So I felt very comfortable uh, that he was going to get over 16. So that, that was good. Um, I don't know. Do you think that the Raptors – I don't – I'm not too encouraged with the Raptors' chances of winning the series – I think they can win a game. I told Gabe last night, I hope you're not down 3-0 and you're flying all that way to see him get swept. Very likely. You very, think so? Very, it's very, very <laughs> likely. Yeah. There's a big mismatch here. Raptors overachieved all year long. And that's one reason why I think Nick Nurse could leave to go to the Lakers. Is that he's done his thing in Toronto. He's taken them all the way to the promised land. And maybe now it's time to cash in. It feels like it. I mean, it feels like that's the right move. If you're Nick Nurse, you've done all you can do. I mean, look, Siakam's a phenomenal player, but you're dealing with a whole lot of not a whole lot of things in Canada, different country, different rules, different laws, different money. It's yes, it's very similar. It's America light, but it's not America. And it's the Lakers. I think there's a real shot that Nick Nurse is the coach of the Lakers next year. Good luck. And if you want to do that, man, good luck. It's just such a dumpster fire. Like, I mean, you got to the Lakers. You take that job. It's Los Angeles. It's 10 mil a year. Frank Vogel came to LA, won a championship and is out a year later. How good of a job is it? Out on a golden parachute. I mean, you want to fire me and pay me that much money on the way out the door? Go right ahead. <laughs> I mean, okay. my God. I mean, you want like to coach dude, or you want to do? Okay. I mean, well, look, look, Vogel was a figurehead. I think Nick Nurse comes in actually with some power. 
Really? I mean, Nick, yeah, I think Nick, you're wringing your finger. You're going to Los Angeles. You, you're going to you're going to ask for some things. He doesn't take the job unless he's going to have some control. Vogel had no control. He had nowhere to go. It was LeBron's team. He just said, yes, sir. What do you like, he basically, <laughs> Okay. So Nick Nurse is going to come in. It's not going to be LeBron's team. It's going to be Nick Nurse's team. It'll be LeBron's team, but I think Nick Nurse will have more control over the situation. Oh, like, yeah. Because I do. Because LeBron has had coaches with control. I, I can see that. Um. Well, I mean, Ty Lu. I mean, he had Ty Lu, and Lu had some control. So, I mean, he Lu had some say. Lu did what, what going on. LeBron said to do. Sure, but I think now at 37, 38 years of age, LeBron just had two disastrous seasons. So he's okay. lost a lot of the clout. Anthony Davis, I think, has more control over the Lakers situation than LeBron does at the moment. If AD's unhappy, you got bigger problems than LeBron. Wow. I don't know. I'll take the job. I, 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 if I'm Nick Nurse, I leave Toronto. I take, I take the Lakers job. I've accomplished everything I can accomplish in Toronto. But Maybe. Lakers, that might be. I, I mean, that's a better reason to do it. That's yeah. that's that's a better reason to do it. I mean, what else am I going to do here? Right. Um, I want to so. ring. I'm going to be banging my head against these you know, Eastern Conference teams. Boston's on the way up. I got to deal with Tatum and Brown for the next whatever. Sixers, Embiid's in his prime. He's not going anywhere. I got Kyrie and Kevin Durant not going anywhere. I got problems in the East. It's hard. Not the West is any, any easier. I was going to say. Just go, and, just go and grab the dollars. Grab the prestige. Grab the gig. Little parachute retirement job, live on the beach. I'd do it. I so don't know. We'll what see. kills unders? Kills unders when a guy goes for a career high. Where did Brunson <laughs> come from last night? <laughs> the hell was that? Jalen uh, Brunson goes for forty-one last night. Yeah, destroys my under bet. Couldn't miss forty-one points in this game. <laughs> That's hey, a series. We said that Dallas was live. Um, they win the game. Luca's there. Luca looks pretty good. They Utah's got to be like, oh damn it! Like we we let this one get away. They were up, yeah, yeah. And, and they couldn't wouldn't change whatever they were doing. And I mean, that was the sandwich game yesterday. Watching the NBA playoffs yesterday was kind of odd. Because I really yeah. wanted to watch the Raptors and the Sixers, and I was kind of waiting for the Raptors to come back. So I was really only watching the Mavericks and the Jazz during commercials, like mm -hmm. watching it. I mean, I was watching the score the whole time. Right. But, but so. when I went and watched the highlights, I was like, man, Brunson, uh, we talked about Jokic needing help, right? And somebody stepping up, and nobody did in Denver. That was stepping up. That that right there was like, okay, like I said, we know he's out. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody else had 25 points in a game that I didn't recognize their name. I looked at the box score, and I was like, wait, who had 25 points? Someone else. It wasn't Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie had 17. So somebody named, I believe his name was Matthew uh, something, had 25 points. But I was impressed. The game went over, went over the total. Um, I just did the over the. Did you hear that? I oh. said over the, <laughs> over the total, over adjustment. Oddsmakers went back in the middle now, two ten and a half, for the game in over, Utah. over. He told you game three over. 
it's already done. You're it's Thursday. You already you you already made that decision. Yes, I told you that yesterday before you knew the number. I was betting the over. Maxi Kleber had twenty five points. Say his name again. Maxi Kleber, K L E B E R. Maxi, M M Maxi M A X I. All right, Max. German. I don't know who that is. He could walk right now. Say hello. I wouldn't even know who he is. 25 points, six boards, three assists, eight of 11 from three. He was on fire. Damn. Eight of 11. Right. So, like, when you bet the under, having the Mavericks go 22 of 47 from three is a killer. <laughs> that killed me. Can't do anything shot 47, about- <laughs> 47% from three Dallas shot last night. Holy crap. Oh. Damn, Man, that's good. SoCal DJ just said if LeBron was the coach, they'd go eight and seventy-four. Probably. That's Probably. it. Only eight games. <laughs> Could it just be you call his number the entire time? <laughs> I'm shooting. I'm shooting. What do you mean I'm shooting? I'm shooting. It's my play. What do you mean? It's my play. Who are you? My play. LeBron's gig, uh, man. That's what he's all about. Wow. Well, so tonight, Atlanta and Miami game two. Number right. seven and a half. Game one. Was one fifteen ninety one? Tell me why we're not seeing the exact same repeat of Game One tonight. I don't know. I think we are. This is a repeat. This is just, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Right. Like this is just books. I, I not that I feel bad for bookmakers, but I don't know what the books can really do here. I mean, they're just they keep on putting up these numbers. Both Philly and the Warriors easily covered last night. Mavericks yeah. covered last night. Yeah. Heat are laying seven and a half. I think the Heat covered tonight. You know what the books can do? If it was our book, I'd right. say, what do you want to do? Well, I either don't want to lose. Let's try to break even or let's try to win on the Heat. All right, let's go to nine and a half. We can go to nine and a half right now. How is the entire market seven and a half? If you don't want to lose on the game, you want to cry about losing and the favorites covered and this and that, go get some dog money. It ain't hard. Go to seven, seven and a half right now. You don't even have to go to nine. You can go to eight and a half. Sit there. I used to do this all the time. I told you this. I'd sit there in the afternoon. I'd get in at 10 around noon, one o'clock for no reason at all. I'd make the Miami Heat eight and a half. See who's playing it because I know what's coming in later. Let me go get that eight and a half money. Bad guy sees it. The bot sees it, whatever limit play. I go to eight, maybe take another one. They bounce me back to seven and a half. An hour before the game, when everybody starts to come in and bet it, the game steams up to nine. And I got them. I got them at the eight and a half and eight because they thought they were stealing. And you want to get off the game, get off the game. Yeah. This is an in-game bet for me. This is, this is wait and see. Hopefully I get like a three or a four number to pop for the heat and then go ahead and take Miami. I can't see Miami losing this game tonight. I really can't. Are the heat the most disrespected one seed of all time? Whoa. We're not talking. The Miami heat are the number one seed in the Eastern conference and ratings wise. They're an afterthought. Nobody wants to watch them. Nobody gives a flip about the heat. I can only name two players on a team right now off the top of my head. Jimmy See? and Bam. See? No cut, no Lowry? No Kyle? I mean, he's on a team. I guess I knew, I knew him too. <laughs> There's three. But yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Everybody got three. 
Spoelstra, he, I, he, he's a good coach too. I mean, I, I yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of of a. They are the uh, number one seed, and they are not even on the radar screen right now. It's just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's I crazy even, how little we talk about them. Like they're they're not even like. Let's see. Overall, they got to be fifth, sixth, in the odds. Wow. NBA Finals odds currently at Fanduel. Phoenix Suns two to one. Milwaukee Bucks four seventy. Golden State now five dollar. Okay. Miami Heat seven fifty. Celtics eight hundred eight to one. So fourth choice, almost tied for fifth there with Boston. As a Brooklyn, seed. Brooklyn by the way is fourteen to one. Mm. Hmm. Tell you what, hmm. books, books are thinking about the Brooklyn Nets there. Yeah, trying to go get that Nets money because you're only going to have a few more games to get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is one number moving tonight, by the way, and that is the T Wolves. T Wolves and the Grizzlies. Yeah, the number was seven and a half, now down to six and a half. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Timberwolves here? A lot of folks are getting all hot and bothered about Cat and Company. Well, this is this is typical. Dog wins the first game outright. There's only it's only happened a couple times. Um, everybody bets them. Favorite wins by double digits. <laughs> this is this is Memphis. I didn't see one second of game one. I didn't okay. see, watch. I didn't physically watch. Ant Man's a problem. Ant Man. Ant Man's a problem. Just yeah, that. he's a problem. They, they Memphis has got to figure out what the hell to do with him. And if they don't figure out Anthony Edwards, they're going to be in trouble. Like they got to, they need to reassess their defensive schemes against him. They were very concerned about Carl Anthony Towns. They really wanted to, and he hurt them. But Anthony Edwards really hurt them badly. The three point shot for him is the difference maker. This kid's hitting threes now, and he's got the swag going. I mean, if you ask people what, when was Anthony Edwards drafted? I think most people would struggle to say, oh, he was the number one pick overall. Yeah. Number one pick overall, and he's finally playing like it. And boy, he had bust written all over him first couple of years. Not anymore. This kid's playing like a superstar. Where did he go to college? Um, can't even remember. He's got a tie to UNLV. I thought Anthony Edwards has got has a tie to, to us locally here. Uh, Wait, is see. Anthony Edwards the kid that went to Cleveland first overall? Yes. So he went to uh, UNLV. He's 20 years old. No, he did not. He did. He was from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, never went to college. Okay. Number one pick Sh- overall. Oh, no, great. Yeah, committed, committed to play for Georgia. Uh, yeah, he played for Georgia. Played a year. Okay. Yeah. Played, played a year at Georgia. Okay. That's yeah. a kid that played went to Georgia. Year. Okay. Yeah. We played one year at Georgia. We drafted by the T-Wolves. The okay. Took him number one, number one overall right. in the 2020 draft. Yeah. Didn't Look, play well. Chad has our back. Yeah, Chad didn't, didn't play well in 2020. Thanks, didn't put, did not play great. He did okay last year in 2021, but in 2022, he has really played extremely well. It's so hard. These kids coming in from one and done's. They're 18, 19 years old. They're going yeah. playing with grown men. It's hard. No one has he, success. He looked right overmatched. Away. He looked overmatched. Right. And not anymore. <laughs> not not yeah. anymore. He's him and Carl Anthony Towns. It could be a problem in the West for a while. If they keep playing like this and they keep trending in this direction, they, they they're going to be a problem. They got help. 
I mean, yep. D'Angelo Russell's a pro. Yep. You yep. know, they got pros. Now. I think next year, I think Minnesota next year is, is poised to have a really big season. They could be really good next year. You're going to be mad at them for celebrating? In what way? I don't know. You were so fired up that they celebrated. In what way? You're, they uh, went in, in one way? game one. You yep. still won't give them no credit. There's people. Can I, you imagine? What if they win tonight? They could sweep the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. But if I see somebody crying after a game two win, I'm going to rip them the same way. Okay. They win anything. They went one game one on the road. Hell yeah. Played unbelievably well. You Didn't see, win anything. They're still not even favored to win the series. It's almost pick them. Yeah, tonight's going to be wild. Tonight's going to be... I think tonight's an AAU game. Got to fly crazy. over. There may be 300 points scored tonight. Well, I need to, I'm better to book it. We'll get to it later. But but yeah, that's. Oh, yes. yeah. Tonight, tonight well, that's one AAU of the game. big adjustments. Like, so I, I did an earlier show before the show, and they asked me about what's the line movement like in the NBA playoffs. I said it's minimal. There's no, there doesn't matter the results of the game. You saw what happened in Golden State game one. You saw what happened in game two. The line was the same. Well, but I mean, look, the Warriors did go. The Warriors went from 212 opener, 209 and a half close to 203 opener, 205 and a half close. Now it's up to 210. So there is movement on totals, though. Right? I, well, that's what I said. I was, I, okay. you didn't let me finish. I was going to say there's no movement on the sides. It's on the totals. But thank okay. you. You're right for noticing it. That's, yeah. that's where the movement is. Look at the Minnesota Memphis game. It's 241. That's high. You can get 240 and a half, can't you, right now still? I got 241 last night, but. 241, there's one 240 and a half left at the Westgate. That's it. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, today's a track meet. Tonight's an absolute <laughs> AAU. Throw the ball at the backboard. Let's go. Dunking. So obviously you like the over. 100% today. I think this game flies If I over. said 244 and a half, would that put you on pause? No, over. I think this is like a 131-25 type game. Oh wow. You're saying over 250, no problem. I, I think this is I think this is just a I think tonight is going wow. to wow. I can't wait to watch this game. Fun. I, I just think I think you're gonna see Fun. no defense being played on any side. And Memphis is just gonna go and run extreme. Memphis didn't shoot the ball well, and they scored 117 points on the T Wars. <laughs> they didn't shoot well. I think. They're going to shoot much better tonight, and I think 130 is in range for Memphis tonight. Team total Memphis over is the other bet I would make. Look at you. This. Yeah. This is by I, far the game I want to watch the most tonight. 100%. This is like, the most fun game by far. I, this is the game of the night. Yeah. I don't have – I mean, I'm going to watch New Orleans and Phoenix because I like Phoenix, and I like right. – I just – I've been impressed with them all year. I mean, I even got this was the this was the hat I was gonna wear for the show today, the Phoenix oh, Suns hat. So pretty. I might even put that on at some point. But this hat looks too good on the camera. Plus, we got to move that the merch. Sharp, yeah, this one on really camera. Good. Um, I like that. But yeah, I mean, I looked at the games. I'm like, I am not gonna watch one second of Atlanta, Miami. I have no interest. I'm just saying. I don't. Not, I, even, I, not even like a, I, not even like a look, a glance. No. I'm gonna I'll watch. I'm it. gonna watch some hockey or some baseball leading up to Minnesota Memphis. Then I'm gonna be exclusively okay. focused on that game, and then I'll tail in the rest of the night with Phoenix and, and the Pelicans. But yeah, I this is gonna be fun. I mean, 
is the series over if Minnesota wins this game? No. I don't think so either. I think this is a seven-game series. Regardless of what happens tonight? Wow. Okay. I, I, I think I think you're going to see – I mean, maybe it could be one of those weird series where the road team wins every game for a while. But I, I don't know. I, I'll say this. And so, SoCal DJ and I were talking on Twitter about this a little bit. If the Grizzlies lose tonight with Ja, can you make the case they're a better team without him? Why are you trying to start shit in the playoffs? Like, why would you even bring that up? Because it's a legitimate question. Because without him, they were 15 and one over 16 games. I think they were 19 and two, actually. Okay, that too. Yeah, yeah. 19 and two without him. But they're yeah. 15 and one and then 19 and two without John Morant on the court playing basketball. They share the basketball without him. With him, it's ball dominant, one player. Mm. Just saying, you can make if they lose tonight outright. I think you're going to have people making the case of like, look, Jaw's incredible, but he doesn't play in the construct of the team when he's out there. And you can see it. I mean, he takes the ball one on four a lot. Now he scores, but he goes one on four quite a bit. Yeah, but he didn't do that all the time. I mean, that that first home game for the playoffs, like it might have been one of those like trying to do too much Very situations. Yep. And I think you'll see the adjustment today where they'll be like, listen, man, everybody calm down. All right. We can't start like that. Move the basketball, distribute whatever. And we got to play better defense. <laughs> we can't, can't have them putting up one third. I mean, we, or they're not gonna, they, that's not their MO. Oh man. They're an over machine. This year. They are an they over machine. Play, they, they, they don't play defense. So like the idea of them, like locking down the T-Wolves, not going to happen. That's why I just think they're going to try to outscore them. They're just going to try to play better on offense, but the ball's got to move. Right. Huh. Job. Got to pass the ball. You can't, can't dominate the basketball. Got to let other guys have opportunities. Got to get other players involved. Desmond Maybe you Bain. will. Yep. Got to have him involved early. Got to give him a shot early. Got to get him a bucket early. Get yeah. him involved in the offense early. Keep him engaged. Don't have it be just jaw, jaw, jaw all the time. And granted, look, the guy is so fast. He's so fun. I get why you, as a coach, you'd be like, you want me to tell that guy not to stop? Does it stop scoring? Like, look at what he does. But for the benefit of the team, not good. If they lose this game outright tonight with jaw on the floor, they haven't lost back-to-back games, I think, since November. So back-to-back games in the playoffs with jaw on the floor, Yeah, that, that is not a recipe for success for the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. So you mentioned Suns-Pelicans. Again, here we go with this number of nine and a half. Our guy Dink made a really funny joke on, before game one on Twitter. And he said, I don't know what type of credit you have at your sports book, but I would max it all out for game number one on the Suns. He's right. What did they do? They stomped the Pelicans yep. and they covered easily. Yeah. What do we, what do we do with nine and a half tonight? What number do I have to give you to say you're going to take the Pelicans in better to book it? 17. <laughs> Wow, I wasn't expecting it to be that high. <laughs> oh, um, 
we're not. They have no answer. They have no answer. They have no Uh business being in this series. They have no business taking on this team, this level at this time. This is a varsity against a freshman team. This is not fair. This is a monster mismatch at almost every position. The Suns have an advantage at every single position. If Zion was out there, you'd say power forward for the Pelicans would probably give them the advantage. But uh, without Zion out there, they don't have, I mean, I like Ingram, but I might take Cam Johnson over him just given the role he plays for the Suns. It's been so good too. They don't have they don't have any advantages. I mean, you look around; it's like point guard, please, shooting guard, please, center, please. Like they're in trouble at all five positions against the Suns, and like they can hang for like a quarter. You know, like yeah. you, you as you're watching the game. Like I was watching it the other night, and I was like, it's just a matter of time. You just it's coming where they're just they're not going to score for five or six minutes or whatever it is. The Suns are going to keep scoring. They're going to, you know, there's going to be a couple fast breaks. There's going to be this, yeah. a quarter, three, and all of a sudden they're up 14. You know, it was six like a minute ago and then or two minutes ago and then boom, it's 14 and it's never close again. Like it the hovers around the number. Too. What's well, that? The crowd waits for it. The crowd waits for it. The crowd, like they know that run is coming. Yeah. And like they're waiting, yeah. waiting, 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 waiting. And then it happens and it's the roof comes off the place. Boom. And you're dead. It, it, you're just the avalanche <laughs> comes down on you and you're like, oh no. <laughs> and it's just crash. And the Pelicans have no answer for it. Have you ever been to a Suns game? No, never have. It's awesome. It is so much fun. When it gets rolling, you're right. It's so loud in there. And it's an energy that you know. You can't stop. Like, you know, you're playing against it. And you're just like, man, this place is rocking. I can't. I mean, you try to do too much. You take a shot. You hit. A th- you try to hit a three. Long rebound. And it's another dunk. And the place is just rocking, going nuts. Yeah, they, they're. they're um, is this a tune-up? I mean, the Suns don't lose a game. This is four games. Do they, do they cover every one of them? <sighs> They, I don't know. If they cover every game because I think if they win, what's the line when they go to New Orleans? Six. It ain't. But I was co- gonna say I might have to go seven, seven and okay. a half to put it so over that number. Then, then that may be the game that that the, Pel- right? the Pelicans cover. Right. That at home they lose by five, four, whatever it might be. But I mean, I. I don't know who has less of a chance, the Bulls or the Pelicans, to win a game, but they're they may be neck and neck here against the Bucks and Bulls the had their shot, man. They yeah. had their shot. So I think both these series are four game sweeps. Right. Unless something unless something happens with an injury or two. Unless something weird happens that changes the dynamic. I I can't see it. <sighs> it's such a big, big mismatch so far. Yeah. On this. Well, we'll do the show tomorrow on Celtics Nets, and we'll break it down a lot. But I just want to get your first reaction on the first move. Open it for money on the Nets to three and a half. Oh, this thing got a close. Two? Are you crazy again? You want it to close to? You know it ain't moving. It's going to moving three down. maximum. Okay. And then it's going to sit there. I think, I think, I think Boston has a much better shot at covering in game two. They didn't cover in game one. 
I don't know. I, I think everybody, I think the public's going to come in here. They expect Katie to drop 40. They're listening to Stephen A. Smith say the Nets are going to come and have a huge day. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know about game two. I think that a loss like that with Kyrie going for 40, if Kyrie doesn't go for 40, say he goes for 25 and KD goes for 30, I don't think that's enough. They don't have a third option. Well, somebody got to step up. I mean, you, you can see it, right? Uh, we talk about guys needing help. I mean, Phoenix is a complete team. Golden State's a complete team. They don't need one guy to do it. If one guy does it, they each have a star, but they have other guys that are they're getting help. But they're complete teams. Um, I mean, the Sixers are not just Embiid and Harden. They're not. They're they they Maxie's, have they have help now. Maxi's help. Tobias Harris, if he's going to sit out there and hit shots, they have help. They better get some help. The Nets need a third wheel. Or at least be willing to give Seth Curry shots in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, they're not comfortable giving Seth anything. No. I don't know. Why? I don't know why. They just, he can shoot in the first quarter. He's not shooting in the fourth quarter. I have no idea why. I don't know. I let him shoot. I let him shoot. I mean, he's he's good. Let him shoot. Let him see what he can do with it. But they don't let him shoot for whatever reason. They don't, they don't trust him. And they don't think it's actually something that they're like willing to listen to even. It's like, no, nah, we're not. Nah, sorry. Thanks for coming. But, you know, you're wearing the uniform, but you're not actually going to play with us. It's weird. I want I won't get guys more involved because I know what I got with KD and I certainly know what I got with Kyrie. Like what I, I mean, if, if KD plays the way he played again, if I mean he was bad. Like, he, he's gotta be better. He's gotta be I mean, like, but referees will dictate that depending on whether I mean he got mentally checked out. They beat him up. So he's gonna have to be willing to fight through that if he's going. I mean, if they call the game the same way, he's gonna have to be willing to fight through that contact. He's he's uh that's the one that I'm worried about from the Celtics point of view. We got him on a buzzer beater and KD played like shit, but that was forced though. That was because of the defense. It wasn't like he was True. wide open missing shots. True. They did that to him. True. So, well, they're going to do, it, do again. it again. They better do it yeah. in the whole series. Right. So that's, that's why Kyrie got 40 because they were like, all right, let's pick a poison. We'll take Kyrie's 40 over KD's 50 and then let somebody else. Cause they're going to have to let one of them score. They can't stop both of them, Mm-mm. but Robert Williams comes back. They will stop both of them. So Williams plays in game three. Look out. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. He's in game three. I was not confident with that team being able to beat the Nets until I heard about Williams availability. He's I like what Horford did too. Well, he's a huge, I'm not discounting it at all. Horford is such an important piece against the Nets and the Sixers. Yep. He is so vital yep. as to what Boston will do. They won't go anywhere. And that's why bringing him back, I was absolutely in love with him coming back. I was like, yes, for the playoffs, for the leadership that he brings, the voice, the calming presence, everything he does. Al Horford is so underrated. It's incredible. I love him back on the Celtics for sure. And Philly didn't know what to do with him because – if he if they played him, 
that Embiid's role got diminished. And if he was the vocal leader, then Embiid's role really got diminished. So they didn't know what to do with him. It was a bad signing to bring him over. Having him come back to Boston was a perfect on the court. Pickup. He reminds me of Robert Parrish. Like he don't get phased by nothing. And he's there yeah. just okay. rebounding. He's there in guys' faces. He'll step back and hit a shot every once in a while. Like right. a three. He's yes. Yes. Like he'll he'll do all that stuff and just not get phased by none of it. He is really a calming force um for a young team. It was a great move bringing him back. I mean, I told you it's all coming together, Pepper. It's all coming together. <sighs> I'm not buying in just yet. I'm, on, I'm still <laughs> on the out. I'm still on the outside. Still on the outside, just seeing if that's going to be the case. Hey. But I, I, I mean, look, his numbers. Horford was he played 41 minutes. He was he scored 20 points, grabbed 15 rebounds, two assists, two threes. Eight of 13 overall, plus eight for him on the court in a game they won by one. (laughs) I mean, he he was out freaking standing. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. So very good stuff. All right. I know people are saying the YouTube is a little bit lagging. So we're always on Twitter, by the way. If you guys, I don't know why the Twitter feed seems to be working a little bit better than the YouTube, YouTube at times. Don't know why that is, but. The Twitter is always there at Sports Talk Matt or at Boston versus the book on Twitter. You guys can go and uh, the video is pinned to the top of the accounts. Just hit profile, go to the top, and you'll see the show there. Just in case you, if YouTube's act, acting wonky for whatever reason, I don't know. It's been it's been that way for a bit. It's been strange. but they can't chat in the U- in the Twitter. That is true. Well, you can write to me though. You, you can write. You, I see it. So well, what's yeah, weird is that the YouTube chat stays up even if our stream goes down. Oh, for real? Yeah. So the chat still works. As as, wow. weird, as weird as that is, if that is long, bizarre. I know. Okay. I know. So I, you can I just chat noticed. You, guys, you can chat on YouTube and watch it on Twitter. But yeah, it's okay. it, it should be stable now. It it looks like it stabilized. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. So let's talk some baseball. Yep. Uh, world is funny. Freddie Freeman's first at bat after leaving the defending champion Braves. <laughs> first at bat against the Braves as a Dodger. What does Freddie Freeman do? Freddie Freeman goes deep. <laughs> it's Unreal. a home run. Sports are funny sometimes, huh? Like storybook type stuff. Yeah. Did you see the video um, of his kid coming over and seeing like uh, Dansby Swanson? No. Freddie's oldest son, you know, they, they got to the field and he brought him out onto the field for batting practice and he ran over. Mom. To hug Dansby Swanson like he hadn't seen, like he like he, he was yeah. a long lost uncle, you know, awesome. jumped into his arms and hugged him, and he was just and it the caption was, uh, Freddie Freeman Jr. is happy to see his friends, and you know nice. it was just like I was like man, I see videos and stuff with baseball all the time. You still can't I can't help but get romanticized about baseball. It just it's just always little things. Freddie comes up first at bat. It's a homer against, come on. I mean, like, you don't make that stuff up. It just happens. So Dodgers win again. Dodgers cover the run line again. It's it's unbelievable, man. They're so good. Uh, It just, they got Freddie Freeman playing first base. I don't know. I mean, just. I hate it. 
<laughs> Cancel the season like the Dodgers are in the NLS, NLCS no, like it's over? I, I'm going to go. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and buy, just like I did last year, Uh-oh. I'm going to go and buy Giants gear. And I'm <laughs> going to be all in on the San Francisco Giants, just like I was last year. Logan Webb, Cy Young, make the bet. Wow. Okay. Make the playoffs, Giants, make the bet. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm going, I will be the Giants. Last year, every year I pick a National League team. I have my Red Sox, but every year I pick a National League team and I bet them and I watch them. Last year it was the Giants. This year it'll be the Giants. It was fun to watch them last year, that's for sure. Now, did they win 100 plus games again? I don't know, but they were picked to win 76 games last year and they won 106 or whatever yeah. they won. So this year, do they win that many? I don't think so, but they know what they have to do because of the division that they're in. I don't like Gabe Kapler, but I get what he's trying to do with his pitchers. And they've got arms. Their offense may not be great, but they've got arms in San Francisco. I have to dive in a little more with their lineup, but they do have arms. And just them doing it last year has so much value to carry over. I mean, they took them down. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't at the end, but they won the regular season. They won the division. They had to win 107 games because I think the Dodgers won 106. Okay. Um, How is Colorado 7-3, by the way? Pick the, pick the NL Central team. Why do you better pick the Giants? Because I hate the Dodgers. Oh. Oh, it's personal. That's oh, personal. Everything, but I'm, I'm picking my team. It's always personal. <laughs> everything's personal about it. Whenever I'm going after my non-Red Sox business. teams, Red Sox are personal, and then everything else is everything else is personal. Dodgers. This is funny. This is what people do in the book all the time. Yeah, like they just because they win every day, or like say they play seven games a, a week. They go five and two, like on the regular, four and three. Some weeks, just stack it up, stack it up, stack it right. up. They avoid losing streaks. They avoid the right. One. They avoid the problems, and it's amazing. Today, we get a gem that starts here in an hour and ten minutes. However, we do. Yeah, you get Logan Webb against Max Scherzer, game one doubleheader in New York. Mets Giants. I think you got the times wrong. I think the Cobb and McGill was game one. Oh, is it really? Okay, so it's late game then. It's still late better. game. Yeah. Webb okay, yeah, Scherzer. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the late game is Webb and Scherzer. Okay. Alex Cobb's good. I like Alex Cobb a lot. Yeah. Oh, no I question. Like, I told you. I mean, the Giants are 3-0 on the road. Their rotation is good enough, okay? Mm-hmm. Webb, Wood, Cobb, mm-hmm. Scalafini. Scalafini. How do you say his last name? D. Scalafinani. I say it wrong on purpose every time. Yes. I don't know how to say it right. <laughs> when I do shows on MLB, that's one of the shticks. I, I say pitchers' names with too many letters wrong, and they correct me all the time. De Scalfini. De Scalfini. I think that's how I say it, but it got to be wrong because I say it wrong Four, all the time. I mean, he had a 4.32 ERA, but but I mean, he's last year he was solid. You know, he, he was a guy who did a lot of uh, strikeout pitches, strikeout props. They're over. starters. Listen, Kapler does a lot of things different, and but I got to yeah. tell you, I told you before, he's one of the most amazingly handsome 
male human beings I've ever seen in my life. I'm you're telling gonna say, you, you're going to give him credit for how he deals with his pitchers. I was going to argue dramatically. No, but like fine. he, he figured it yeah. out last year. He stunk in Philadelphia. He messed yes. that team up. It was a complete yes. mess and he had but to he leave. Tried, he still does the same nonsense though. with starters. He still rips them out of the game early. He still does this whole like, Oh shit. It's a fifth. It's a fifth inning runner on one, nothing game. Give me the bullpen. Like he still has this like quick hook panic mentality that drives me crazy. Leave your guys in. Let him earn it. He does. I mean, he's a slave to the numbers. He's a slave to the numbers. 100%. Yep. Which analytical freak. Right. It works sometimes. But, I mean, this guy measures every single thing he puts in his body. Like, there's a guarantee he's 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 so anal about everything <laughs> that he's to get him out of that mentality is probably going to take a long time. And then he had the success that he had last year. So it bought him right. enough time. Like, well, work. I won 107 games. You know, what do you want from me? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think he's changing, but I think if the players buy in and they can win a lot of small ball games, like somebody just put in the chat, who, who put in the chat, Matthew Rafferty, Giants first five is a good bet. That's a good yeah. bet on the regular. Like six, um, one and two, first five money line. They're even money on both games against the Mets today. Good find there by Matt for Bradford. Look at that. Matty R. Very a little, good. little find. Six, Matt two, and Matt. six, one, and two. Wow. Anti Red Sox. Red Sox suck first five. <laughs> they suck first mm-hmm. five. It's, I mean, it kind of has to do with the starting pitch. I mean, 100%. <laughs> this, is, 100%. This, is, this is, we're talking about one of the best staffs in the league, and you just compared them to stuff. one of the not so good Top. staffs. Yeah, but their offense, too. Red Sox offense also has been getting off to slow starts, too. So it's right. not just the pitching. They aren't, they aren't hitting the other team's starters as well as they should. No run first right. inning in the Webb and Scherzer game? Is it that easy? It's got to be 130, right? What's the juice? Got to be heavy to the no. <laughs> Let's take a look. Maybe in 140. This is when I bet the yes, though. Right. I agree. I mean, Scherzer's been okay. A, a regular uh, giving up runs in the first inning. A year going back to his Nationals days. Oh, so first inning. Jeez, the menus for baseball games are just absolutely absurd. <laughs> I mean, you just got to scroll down. It's ridiculous. First inning total runs, zero runs, minus 175, one run, plus 390. Minus 175 is no, the nerfing. No, 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 Over, you under. Said, you said minus No, half. there's a three-way. They have first inning total runs. Yeah, I don't like that bet. Draft says it, Yurfie. Yeah. Over, well. under, a half yeah. a run in the first inning. Okay, so that's yes, no. Under a half a run. Yeah. Minus one seventy two. Yep. I guess one seventy two. Yeah, I believe it. Webb and Scherzer. Yes, I would. I would agree. Yes, and Webb and Scherzer in a seven game, a seven inning game. No, no, no. They did away with that. They ain't playing. They're playing nine innings now on doubleheaders. They play full nine. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. The, 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 the shift was supposed to be gone, and then they put the shift to last year. So I don't know what they pushed shift off. Is, shift is next year. I found that yeah. out too. 
I was it's annoying. I, it's so yeah. dumb. Oh, we're changing it. Oh, not till next year. So I didn't know if they changed the seven yeah. inning rule or not. So now it's nine bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Both of them are bullshit. Should be it gone is. now. Get rid of the shift now. We'll give you a year to get ready for it. Bigger bases. <laughs> oh no, bigger bases are now. That, that happens now. Bigger bases. Why not next year? Oh no, 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 no. Now bigger bases. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's talk a couple of hockey things here uh, before yes. we get to our dog. What a game! Dog minus three twenty. Vegas Golden Knights Son in a must-win situation against the worst road team in the NHL. The hell happened? Robin Leonard lets in one of the worst goals of the year. He didn't see the puck. (laughs) It was in the net, and he didn't move. I thought you meant to catch it, not catch it, and drop it to make it 2-1. That 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 was bad. That was awful. That was a soft softy. But the third goal was the most embarrassing goal of the year. What was he looking at? I have no idea. And he still was looking forward. He was frozen. It looked like he intentionally let it in. <laughs> it looked intentional. What are you saying? It was insane to me. I've never seen a goal to I've never seen that in that moment. Oh boy. He didn't move even when the damn siren was going off. He did not. Light. On celebration, Leonard just frozen. Like somehow, like he's gonna rewind time, like he's like, I don't know, someone in the Avengers. Man, like, what are you talking about, man? That was embarrassing. I thought it was just me. I'm watching the game and I'm like, did he not see that the guy had the puck on his stick? Like, or what was he looking at? Like, and I watched it again and I was like, like you, you, you know, you know the bubble hockey goalie? Frozen. That's just <laughs> That's what he was like. He was the bubble hockey goalie. He didn't move. Like it was like, dude, like, what do you mean? How do you not stop the puck? Like it was, I, I was watching, I literally started screaming at my TV set. I was like, how in the hell? It's 2-1 your whole damn year. You, the second goal, as you mentioned, was an embarrassment. So you better get on your game here. It's third period. It's 1-1. They get hit three posts. They have to win this game. They have no choice but to win. It's an automatic W. It's the New Jersey bleeping devils. <laughs> And you let in that goal. How was that? You, you let in that goal to end the season. Man, there's a lot of <sighs> this off season here in Vegas is going to be something that we haven't seen yet in this expansion team's history. I think there's a nuclear bomb coming to the roster. The Boar's Robin Leonard. Gone, no, who? The Boar, the yep. coach. Yeah. Uh huh. I think the Boar. I, I mean, mean, he he picked he his goalie. Well, he was able to do the like, oh, what was me BS without Stone and without Pacioretty. He had them both last night. So what's the excuse when you have both of those guys on the ice? I don't know. It's like they, they have target practice on the other team's goalie. They, they, they get 40 shots a game. 30 of them are right at the bullseye of his chest or yep. at his, at his uh, leg pads. Like there's no... It's it's frustrating to watch, and I mean, I know what it's like to be like snake bit is is the term when you're shooting and you you hit the goalpost multiple times, or you just yeah, or you just can't like you got a wide open net and a goalie makes a ridiculous save across and you hit him in the pads. Like I've been there, it's frustrating. But like last night was you can't lose that game. You just and to lose it in the fashion they did. I mean, if the guy. The New Jersey goalie made it 
some ridiculous saves, especially when they scored to tie it. I thought, wow, they're going to come out in the third period and they're going to win this thing. This is what the Knights have been doing. This is what they've done in the years past. And Leonard let in that goal. And remember, I text you. I'm like, that was the softest. What was that? And I was mad. So I'm like thinking, if I was on that bench, I'd want to shoot it at my own goalie right now. Like, I'd be <laughs> so pissed off. Like, seriously. Like, you go, you call a timeout. And you're like, dude, are you all right? Like, we need you now. All right? We need yeah. you now. You can't let in another goal. We're losing this game if you let in another goal. So you got to make every save. He was standing and- there, and a guy came down on the off wing, so his stick is in the middle. It's not like it's outside. It's such a basic thing, and he literally didn't move. Puck went in and came out. He was still standing in the same position, and I was, was like sliding on the ice. It, it, it was it. not even like a hard shot. Just put yeah. the puck on net. Like just like one of those like, hey, just put the puck on net. See what happens. Okay. Oh, those lasers Man. on the ice are brutal. For I mean, like especially for tall goalies. Like that's the mo. You shoot it low on the ice, on the opposite side of their glove. And they just don't move. They don't see it. That's where you go. But, like, he got exposed. That was, like, bad. And I was like, all right. First of all, why is he in? Like, that was the question post-game. Because that's his – I mean, that's the guy. You chose him over Flower. Yeah, but at this Robert point, there's other kids, uh, Bessois and Thompson. Bessois and Thompson are both playing better. I agree 100%. Like – that was the decision that was discussed afterward. And, and, and I read a little bit of Jesse Granger's uh, thing in, in the athletic. And it was like, did you see what DeBoer said after the game? Uh-uh. He's, I mean, I sent you that. I sent you that. Oh yeah. Uh, he threw, he threw his goaltender under the, right bus. under the bus, like back that yeah. shit up and made sure yeah. he was dead afterward. Like, what did you just say? You know, this guy is a, like, Right. He's had issues, right? He's had, yeah, he's had issues in the past, like hearing stuff. The quote, and be, the quote was, this time of the year, you're looking for your guy to be better than the guy at the other end. That wasn't the case. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty brutal. That's brutal. Right after the game, you say that? We still got five games left. No, I don't th- they, they're dead. They know they're dead. They're dead. They're out. That's it. Bet against Vegas next five games. They're, they're home favorites tomorrow against the Capitals. Dead. Lose. The Capitals Ouch. just beat the Avalanche in no. Colorado. That was 3-2 Avalanche last night. No. 3-2 three, two, Capitals. Three, two capitals? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they're coming here with a day off in between. Yeah, they're beating Vegas. Well, there's your Vegas plus money. DOA. They are done. That is, that is a dead roster, a dead team. They don't want to play in the playoffs. What I learned last night is that they all have tea times in Cancun reservations. Oh man, that's they're, I don't know. They're done. They want out. They that's it. They they've it's been. Does it feel like there's the there's some real? I mean, there's some real like turmoil. I think like yes. inside Look, the locker room, GM wise, decision wise, contract wise. This is somebody sent me a DM, and I totally agree with this. They said, "Look." Vegas has had an incredible run with insane luck. Now we find out what the market really is. And they're 100% right. This yeah. team could be bad for a couple of years. 
They went for it. And hell, they're the first team ever to go expansion to the finals. And then they went to the Western Conference finals. And they've made the playoffs every year they've been in existence. No franchise in the history of sports has ever been able to do that. The bad times are coming. Right. You see the cloud. You see the storm. It's on the horizon. Right. McKinnon's, McKinnon's made some mistakes. He's made some bad choices some bad trades and bad acquisitions. He's paid a lot of money. Eichel needs to Eichel needs to be a superstar next year. They franchised. I mean, they literally turned in a ton of capital, money, players, draft picks to go get Eichel, and mm. he better be good, like really good, next year. Yeah, and if he's not, they got to address the goalie situation. I would expect a pretty major blow up. I think. I, I mean, they gave Robin Leonard all that money, so maybe this, he's tough to move, but. I don't know how long this guy can hang around here, given how poorly this year is going to end. Fans are going to want the blame on somebody. DeBoer is one. He'll be gone. Second question will be the GM. Third question will be the goaltender. Right. Hmm. In that order. (laughs) Adam Hill was at the game last night. He tweeted like, but what about the great show beforehand? Like oh, talking about somebody said, ask yeah, him about the yeah, hockey yeah. or something. Yeah, but the, yeah. the, the show is so great before the game. You know, they had the Raiders offensive line there, almost ripped the siren off the thing. Like they had everybody so fired up. And that's why, and that's why the games will do well attendance wise, because right. the games are really fun. Yeah. And so like, that's, I mean, look, I love Adam and, and I, I get the snarky. So this is very snarky. Thing. I, I get all that. Okay. I, I understand that point. But at the end of the day, we've never had, any adversity, any real major adversity for this franchise or this right. market. And right. we're going to find out. Okay. But Oof. the team has got to be aware. And I'm sure they are that the competition for the dollar in Vegas is at an all time high. And the Raiders coming in are going to be a problem because the Raiders are going to take, if you're toying between, you know, buying a 10 game packet pack to go to the, the Knights or a two game pack to go to the Raiders. People are going to start going to the Raiders a lot more. Raiders minus 350 to start. 100%. 100%. Especially now with all the changes they've made, the division, the opponents. It's just, if you're if you're taking your kid, I mean, I'm taking, I mean, Madeline went to a Knights game, was absolutely in love with it. Madeline now is like, am I going to go to a football game ever? She's getting annoyed with me. Right. She's like, what, why haven't I gone to a Raider game yet? Right. I'm like, I don't know. You weren't old enough. You didn't say you wanted to go to a Raider game. She says, well, I want to go to a Raider game now. Yeah. Like, okay. Like we'll go to a Raider game. Now. When's the spring game? Did you were, were you supposed to go to that? Was that last week? Twenty third. No, it's this Saturday. Sat- okay, we're we're going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, like, you know, and just walk around. I I haven't been in there either. I've not. I haven't right. seen it myself. Yeah. So I want to see it too. But like, once both of my it, daughters I, have been to a Raider game. By the way, and you have right or have not? No, I have not. Oh wow, they've gone. Okay, what yeah. they they like it? They did, but. It's as much as going to the game as who you go to the game with. And they went with friends, and their friends weren't as interested in it. Like, uh, if they go to the game with me, we're right, talking about watching, the game, we're focused we're on watching. the game, we're, you know, right. we're asking questions. And like, if they go to the game with their friends and their friends are on the phone and they're sitting there trying to watch the game and, like, you know, I'm going to have a lot of questions. It ain't as much fun. So I think, I think, yeah, like, you know, I agree. When we, yeah, I mean, no, we went to that mean, basketball game. Right. It was fun for the kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in love with it. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. I, I think Maddie will like football. I mean, she gets football. She understands it. Yeah. She's, she's advanced past the daddy. Who do you want to win to daddy? Who do you have to cover? So there you she, go. she, she, she's on, she's on to that. She's, she's gotten past the, like, which color do you like? Okay. And then, all right. So which team do you bet? Did you bet? Right. So now going to the football game, she gets touchdowns more. She yep. gets, I, I think she'll, she'll enjoy the presentation of football live a lot. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, Kyrie Irving, $50,000 fine for his obscene gestures at the fans. So 30,000 for swearing goes to Pat Bev and Kyrie gets 50,000. That seems light, right? That's light. They pay that every time just to keep doing it. Yeah. It's not a deterrent. Not even close. No, that's 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 ridiculous. That should be it should be more than fifty thousand dollars. Maybe they can't because of the CBA, but that should have been a lot more than fifty thousand dollars. What's the venom going to be like tomorrow? There, we'll we'll spend the whole damn show on it. I'm, I I, I'm not even wait. talking about it yet. Oh. Tomorrow's show is the entire damn show is on Kyrie hate tomorrow. I can't. Oh, I can't wait. Tampa is minus five fifty tonight, Dave. I mean, in a professional sporting event. In a professional sporting event, Tampa, who lost at home recently to the Montreal Canadiens. Yes, they did. I mean, Detroit, I know the Red Wings stink, oh. but minus 550 is obscene money line. Down to minus 500 now. All right. So people are coming back on it. Somebody spoken, said, listen. Yeah, it's a bit. Bit ridiculous. They can talk about it on money. They can talk about it on the BVB, but it's wrong. It's too high. <laughs> but think? five fifty. What the hell? I wouldn't bet Detroit. I mean, this might keep me off Tampa. I wouldn't bet Detroit. Take the plus two and a half goals. Something like that, maybe. You know, I will. I'll watch this. This will be on while I'm doing in game, and, and I'll keep an eye on it because I'm interested in. If Detroit scores the first goal, like Saturday night, Calgary went off minus 650 against oh. Arizona at home. Minus 650. Arizona was leading after the first period, one nothing. They were minus okay. 200. Oh. And I was like, well, damn, that's got to be right. That's the time, right? Yeah. So I just see it, and I know what the lines are. I'm not watching it. I just... I'm I'm scrolling on the app on seeing scores and I'm like, oh, I wonder what that line is. I log in, I'm like, I'm just betting it. I mean, I just whether again, whether it wins or not, I know when I lay 200 when it's supposed to be 650 or close 650, it's a good bet. Calgary scored seven goals in the second period and they win the game nine one. I'm not saying that Tampa's gonna do the same thing tonight, but if if there was this app thing that you've talked about having. Uh-huh. Right. We could set it tonight that if Detroit scores the first goal, we need to go set it up and bet Tampa Bang. automatically. Right away. Just bam. Automatic bet. Yes. So, I mean, enjoy the last week and a half here of the NHL because this is we're going to see some silly numbers. Like, I mean, that one's minus 500, okay? We got... Toronto at home against Phillies minus 450, minus 440. Um, uh, the only other really high one today is 258. Minnesota's at Montreal. Minnesota just clinched the spot. I, I can't understand that line. Worried about that one. And Vancouver, huge favorite tonight against Ottawa. Some chalky games, man. 
I don't know. I this is not. You wouldn't even consider putting this in bed at her book it, would you, Tampa? No. Okay. Betting mine's five fifty. My God, I'm. I mean, just cold, making not sure. That cold. My that cold. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Time for the props.com story of the day. This is going into our prop betting again from last night and tonight. Our guy Matt Lamarca coming in. Want to get your take, Dave, on Trey Young here? He, he likes Trey Young points, rebounds, and assists tonight at Miami. Wow. To to go over 39 and a half. Really? Trey Young was horrible in game one. One for 12 from the field, 0 for 7 from three. Eight points, six boards, four assists, paid 28 and a half minutes, and sat most of the fourth quarter. Right. We expect a big bounce back day from Trey Young because I don't know if I do. That's the natural reaction, Um, especially, you know, from – from prop betters, you know, he can't be that bad. He can't be that bad again. He has to bounce back. And then he doesn't. Like, I don't, yeah. what does he do? They set another multiple screen for him to get better open looks. Like, uh, sometimes I mean, it is he, just. I mean, one match. for 12 is an aberration. I mean, he's of course, but what's he going to shoot? Four for 12? I mean, no, I mean, I don't think he goes and shoots eight but- for 12. Probably not, but I, I mean, I could see him have a better shooting day. It's just, I don't know if just because he shoots better doesn't mean he has more rebounds and assists. Right. Like, do I mean, how many points do I think he has? Okay, probably 20. All right, so he has a bounce back day, scores 20, 21 points. All right, then, I mean, he's not scoring 30 in my mind. I doubt Miami is going to give up a 30-point number. Then how many rebounds and assists is he going to have? I mean, that's you know, 19 to, to get over 30. You have to have 20 rebounds and assists. To get over that number, if he scores 20 points, that seems, I don't know. That's high to me. Let's see. His player point prop, just the points, is 25 and a half. Right. What is is this number combined? Points, rebounds, assists? 39 and a half. I mean, what is he good for? Four assists? I mean, he could have double digits. I mean, he's had double de- double doubles before with points and assists. He can do that. I mean, if he really is playing and the ball is flowing and he's throwing the ball around, I just don't think Miami is going to let that type wow. of game happen. His assist numbers nine and a half. Unders juiced minus one thirty. Okay. Um, I like this under. So do I. I mean, if Le- Atlanta's going to be in a game, though, this is an easy over. If you think Atlanta has a shot at covering or, you know, outright winning, this is probably going to go over. I would say those are correlated because he's got to score. He's got to get help, which means distributing the ball. Okay. So, I mean, still, though, if he just gets his averages 25 and 9 or 25 and 10, that's 35. He needs how many assists then to get there? That's Or how many Six. rebounds? Uh, five? Yeah, five. He has to get 40 total. He's get 40 total. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That it seems like asking asking a lot. Let's see. Player rebounds. Trey Young is his numbers three and a half. So I don't know. Makes that sense. That seems too high. He has to go over. Yeah. I mean, 25, 10, and three and a half is 38 and a half. So I mean that's it's close to the number, but I don't know. I, I, I'm leaning under you. I mean, when you saw this, did you you lean it under? Under. Yeah. 
I right. bet this under personally. I know, I know, our guy Matt's on the over, but I, I would go the other way on this. I, I would bet the under on this. Okay. Look at my, look like my soul is leaving my body. This is a, this is an interesting. Look at like, that. There's like pink wow. look coming out of me. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought it was just on my end. It's just the internet on my end. I've I've seen it before. It, <laughs> oh, it'll go, nice. it, should, it should fix itself. It's interesting. It's 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 looking my like my. You should almost have some mind. music or something working, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> a Harry Harry Potter Dementor type of thing, like sucking my soul out of my body, type of thing. That uh, throwback music, like no 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 no, like you have a thought. That. Yes, on on that. All right, uh, time now for our bet prep prop of the day. Fifteen and seven over the last twenty-two. Wait, what was the bet. thing we just did? I'm confused. Props.com story of the day. Oh, that's a story. That's the story of the day. You can go to props.com and read that story. So we have to go to props.com. People in the chat, go to props.com and read and you, that story. Yeah. The story has, this story has one, two, three, four, five different prop bets for tonight. Oh, for Tuesday, Tuesday NBA props. You can get one of five. I just picked the Trey Young one to talk about because it's the one that's at the top. And it's the one that I thought. I, you I, buried I, the lead, Matthew. That's I mean, there's five props there. We only talked about yes, one. To get the one. rest of the props, you have to go to props.com site and follow Correct. the story. Absolutely. Yes. Chat, so. follow along. Do that, please, for us. Yes. Thank you. So you can go. Matt LaMarca works for Sports Grid too. Have you ever talked? You ever talked to Matt? Uh no. He, he, he works for us and for Sports Grid. I didn't know that. I did not. So I this not. is the bet prep prop of the day. This is what you can see our phenomenally good talented right here. Jenny Garcia. Yeah. She does it on Instagram and TikTok. If you don't want to see us at bet props on Instagram and TikTok, you can go see for that. But it is for from our guys at bet prep. And now we have a read for this. It is for new bettors or seasoned pros, tons of easy to use tools at Bet Prep, which can help you take the next step in your sports betting. You can find out the information like we're going to talk about here in just one second. You can access their new same game parlay. It's absolutely for free. It will help you do it even without creating an account at Bet Prep. Just go to betprep.com, choose same game parlay picks in the menu, and you can go through and it will help you make and have you be more accurate with your selections for same-game parlay picking and betting, if that is your thing, betprep.com. Jimmy Butler, under six and a half rebounds, is the play today for the hmm. bet prep prop of the day. This is an interesting bet, which I actually, yesterday, I liked the bet a lot on the over. We've yep. talked a lot about rebounding being a little, here's the word again, wonky. Wonky! Because of, the, because of how the variance can come into play as to where the basketball goes on a rebound. Yes. However, Jimmy Butler has only had seven or more rebounds in one of his last 11 games against a team with a winning record. One in the last seven overall, averaging 5.1 boards over the last seven games and four uh -huh. for his last 21 when his team covers for Jimmy Butler to have more than seven rebounds or over, over six and a half rebounds. Minus 110, 5.9 boards per game. In four games against the Hawks, he has averaged 5.25 rebounds per Ooh. game. I like this for Butler, under six and a half rebounds. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be close. <laughs> this is He's finishing. Well, if blowout, but if it's blowout Minton, if it's a blowout right. game, you may not have him on the court much in the fourth quarter. And then the efforts, I mean, rebounding is an effort stat. Yeah. So if you don't have to do it. What did he have in game one? Five, I think. Five in, in game one. 
probably falls yeah. four, five, six, or seven. Yeah, I would give you that. But I'd rather have four, five, six. I got three Correct. of the numbers there to go under. So <laughs> that's exactly Odds-wise, what I was going to say. You just took the words literally right out of my mouth. That's perfect. Sorry. That's okay. No, that's that's part of the show. That's part of the thing. You continue my thoughts sometimes. I know what you're thinking sometimes, and that's part of the show. Um, listen, let's let's ride this. I mean, I think we've been getting some pretty good ones, um, and they've been winning pretty comfortably. I don't think this one's going to be comfortable. I think we're gonna. I think we're well, gonna no get unders- like what three or four. Yeah, unders are never comfortable. They're always, they're always, unders are never comfortable. They're always wedgies. They're, they're always up your butt. And you're like, I just don't. It, right, never comfortable. This is, and then they, you know, they hit. If they this will be one of those ones where we'll probably have four in the first half. <sighs> don't say that. That'll suck. That'll be brutal. That'll be a brutal, brutal watch. You gotta hope. Stay away, Jimmy. Stay away, Jimmy. Like, nope. Go get the ball, Jimmy. Stay there, Jimmy. So yeah, but I like it under six and a half. I do. And this is again, again, this is a great bet. Here's why this is a great bet. If you don't want to watch the game, this is a great bet because you just bet it and then don't watch. Perfect. When the game's over. You just go back and see perfect where it hit or not. Uh, I like no where your head's at. No agonizing. No sweating. No gut wrenching. Just bet it and come um, back after the game's over and pull the box score and say, did I win? Yes or no. I like where you're at. I like where you I didn't touch that. this game. I didn't, I didn't bet a single thing on this game. So this may be the better. I told I made, you at the beginning because... of the show, I don't even want to watch one second of this game. <laughs> yeah, not not one second. Yeah, so I, if I was in the room, I'd be like, I'm going to lunch right now when this game starts. <laughs> I'll be back just in time for the Memphis game when that starts. Yeah, I would do it too. Absolutely. All right. Time for better to book it. Do We've you need to tell the people what the fliff is, by the way? Not yet. Okay. I can't, I can't do it yet. We're just branding. It's a new sponsor. New sponsor. But we're, wait, we're waiting on the actual language for me to be able to use it. Fliff.com, you can go there and find out about it, but I can't say anything yet. It's coming. Uh, there it is. Just people are going to see it. They go on the graphic and be like, what's the Fliff? Matt will tell you about it when the time's right. How about that? When it's right. Just get uh, it in your brain and then go and use it. It's, it. it's a cool little thing. It's It's a new little game you guys can play for betting. It's neat. But depending on the state you're in, Language wise matters as to how. Ah, uh, uh, there you go. So the state you live in matters in terms of how we're going to have to. We need the right words as to what we say, as what I say, as I said. Hey, I'm not talking about this until you give me the exact language. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> so I need the language. Not not reading it. Like okay, well the logos are going up. Like that's fine. Logos can go up everywhere. <laughs> I I can't read it until you give me the actual language, and then I'll read it. Okay, you're like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, tell them to set it to be. I'll read it. Just make sure nope. the language is right. Nope, you're not. I mean, I'll read it once language is right, but you can't do it either until language is right. So <laughs> we're not having those hearings. I'm not having that conversation. Getting called to the carpet. Fair All enough. right, let's start. Better to book it. Let's do it. Memphis, Minnesota, over two forty one. Betting and booking it. Man, that's a lot of points, but I ain't betting under. No way. We're betting this. I mean. I don't know. If Memphis wins, it goes over. We just saw Minnesota win, and it go over. I don't way think over. the game like changes. Nine and a half points. Yeah. Way I, I, I'm, I'm betting over. There's no way. Unless you want to do the thing where you're going to take a position and hit this thing under, hope for a slow first quarter or slow start, 
and then you'll create a middle and go over. A lot of people in the chat have been listening. Don't just turn that frown upside down, Matthew. A lot you, of people. You, you, you can do this and this. Do that with the second game. I'm going to give you. Don't do that with this game. Okay. There you go. I don't like. I don't like this game. I, I. I think. I think you bet Memphis team total over 32 and a half tonight. Okay. Memphis daily team total over what? 32 and a half. Memphis team total. It's our boy Doug Kazarian's favorite bet. He keeps on talking about it over and over and over again, but he's right. It's hitting consistently. What is the bet? Um, 32 and a half? Yeah. What is it? Over team total first quarter. Oh, over team total first quarter, 32 and a mm-hmm. half. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You weren't saying first I quarter. Bet I bet like, first quarter spread a lot this yeah. year from Memphis, okay. not team total. But Memphis didn't cover in the first quarter last game, but they their team total went over again. Books aren't adjusting. They're leaving it 31, 32. It's the same number. Every, the books, is, it's lazy. They just import the yeah. number and just leave it. It's not. There's every not that game, many people betting 32. it. It's the same number. Super fast starts. They score a ton of points in the first quarter. And so it's a correlated bet. If you like bet the over, bet team total Memphis over team total right. first quarter. Memphis yep. tonight. Yep. So over or over 32 and a half would be the additional bet to make on this. Nice work. Second play. Yep. This is the play. If you want to do the whole take a position early and then come back during the game. Phoenix under 221 and a half against the Pelicans tonight. Ooh. Better than booking it. Why do you like this? These two teams are under machines at the moment. Hmm. Six of the last seven for Phoenix have gone under. Mostly based on their opponent not being able to score Correct. enough, and that's going to be the same thing tonight. Mm. I don't, I don't think the Pelicans score 100 tonight. Wowza! Really? Yep, they scored 99 in the game in the first game. I don't think they score 100 tonight. That's huh. where I think Phoenix will, de- will Phoenix will dominate, much like the Warriors did on the defensive end. Is where they're going to focus and they're going to shut down the Pelicans' offense. Mm. Okay, they don't need to hit a ton of shots. They don't need to play fast. They play slow with Chris Paul on the floor. I mean, this dates back to the beginning of the show in December and January. We were talking about Chris Paul MVP-wise. Talking about how often their games are going under with Chris Paul because he sets their entire defense. Yes, he sets the offense, but they're a much better team defensively with Chris Paul on the floor. All makes very good sense. They play slow with Chris Paul on the floor. They're, They're more locked in defensively. It's Phoenix has been an absolute machine to the under. I'm going to book it. I just have a okay. feeling this is going to go over. It's going to be close. I think, I mean, everything you said is right. It could, it could very well be under, but I think the Pelicans have a better game offensively, which will force the Suns to keep scoring. Okay. And I think the game goes over, but um, Phoenix, just so you know, Phoenix is eight and two to the under over the last 10, five and zero over the last five, mm. six in a row to the under. They're 30 and 23 to the under against the Western Conference. New Orleans is 34 and 21 to the under against the Western Conference, and they're 28 and 15 to the under on the road. Damn. Sounds Phoenix like I got the wrong side. Six, eight of the last nine to the under for Phoenix, and four of the last six to the under for New Orleans. Jeez. So it's just, they just, these are two teams that are just playing in, it's been sort of a quiet thing, but Phoenix to the under has been 
a very consistent. I watched game one for this reason, because I was like, I want to see if this is a playoff. T- was it a regular season thing? Right. Or, or is this a Phoenix thing? Can it carry right. over to the postseason? And it carried over to the postseason. The books aren't adjusting the number. The number in game number one was 224. So now we're at right. 221 and a half. So it's a slight adjustment. It went under in game one by 15 points. Yep. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to book it. I'm, I'm going to say the game goes over this number, but um, you probably have the right side. <laughs> yeah. So today's Tuesday, right? So I do two sports, two totals in each Tuesday. Okay. A lot of T's. Say that again. You do two totals. Two sports. Every, two, sports two sports. Two totals. Two by On two Tuesday. By two on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Okay. All right. So those are your two NBA totals. Okay. This over. Phoenix under. Okay. I've been missing these NHL bets to the over consistently. I got two unders for you. This was on under the NHL last, right now. Oh, this really? was on FanDuel last night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. LA Kings under six. LA is the uh, second or third worst team to the over this year in the NHL. Meaning LA they're the third best team to the under. Excuse me. To the, sorry, to the under. Yes. Third, the they're the third team best team to the under, third worst to the over. Yes. Okay, don't confuse the people. So they're good under team. Right. I'll give you I'll give you the exact number here. Just one second. Hold All on. right. Pull this up. I'll pull this up here. So the LA Kings this season, LA is fourth. Sorry. They are fourth best to the under. Okay. They're taking on Vancouver, who is also... One of the worst teams. The Kings are playing the Ducks. Oh, Ducks. I'm sorry, Ducks. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm confusing my games. Ducks are uh, 38, 36, and 3. They are ninth best to the under this season. Kings are 41, 33, and 3 to the under this year. Kings need these games. Blue Jackets, last game, 2-1, to one, the win. On the road to Anaheim. Don't expect a lot of goals. Under six, betting it or booking, Kings, Ducks, under six. You see the movie White Man Can't Jump? Yep. I love that movie. One of my favorite movies. I got a text from Dr. Greg today that said, if you don't work in the reference to the King and the Duck in the Kings and Ducks game today on the show, I'm going to be very mad at you. So there you go. The King and the Duck. Had to play those two in a basketball game at the end. Climactic scene. He won it with a dunk. We're going to win this thing with an under. The Kings may shut out the Ducks tonight. Three nothing. Possible. Yep. 4-1 final. Okay. Like it. 4-1 final. Under. And I got the King and the Duck reference in for White Man Can't Jump. You can't hear Jimmy because you ain't listening to Jimmy. There you go. Number two, number two in hockey, fourth and finally here for better to book it. Ottawa Senators are 42, 30, and four to the under second best under record in the NHL, taking on the Vancouver Canucks, who are 37, 36, and three, just slightly above to the over, technically down the juice if you bet every game. Ottawa, Vancouver, under six and a half. I like that we got the six and a half, under six and a half, betting it or booking it. Vancouver's been an over team. 
<laughs> yes, they have, but actually not that, but the senators have not. I know. So, I know. So six, know. two, seven, one, five, four, four, two, five, one. The over is three and two over the last five for the Canucks. The under is three and two in the last five to the senators. The senators. Yeah. So in the opponent aren't, they're not scoring against the Canucks. Six, two, seven, one, four, two, five, one in four of the last five games. Right. So Vancouver's scoring a lot, but they're not giving up a lot of goals. So they can win this game four, one, same score you talked about the last time. And it goes under first number that came into my head was five, two. Okay. It's over. I think I'm going to bet. I think I'm going to book this one and think this one goes over. Like, and Gumpy says all the time that Coovers, he's all over to Coovers. That's what it calls Vancouver. Right. Um, they have a better chance of making the playoffs than the damn Knights do right now. Hell yeah, they do. Like, I can't believe they're it. Better. They're playing way better than the Knights are. Playing way better, scoring goals, like you said. Uh, we'll we'll book it and we'll say the game goes over. It's gonna be close, though. It's gonna it, it's definitely gonna be close. Vancouver is currently one point behind the Golden Knights. With the, a game in hand or the same games now? Uh, they have a game in hand. Tonight's the yeah, game in hand they're playing. That's what I mean. It's everybody's passing so, the nights up. Like this, they win this. tonight and they 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 jump over. They go to 88 points. They'll be two points behind the LA Kings for the third spot. They will be three points behind the Dallas Stars for the wild card. Right. So Avalanche Blues Wild are already committed. They're in. Calgary too. So you got two spots. You know, you have four spots left. Edmonton's got 94 points. The Kings have got 90. Predators have 91. Dallas Stars have 91 for the two <laughs> wild card spots. <laughs> Vegas is four points behind them. Vancouver could win tonight to go to 88, to go three points behind both Nashville and Dallas. Winnipeg's at 81. They're lurking, probably out of it. But you've got currently, we essentially, I'm going to put Edmonton in. I think they're making right. the playoffs. Right. They, I mean, they're 8-1-1 one, and one over the last 10. So let's, yeah. let's put them in. Yeah. So we have three playoff spots with five teams going for them now. And Vegas is probably going to be on the outside looking in. Question will be, does Vancouver catch the Kings? A week ago, we were talking about the Knights catching the Kings or yep. winning. It's because they were in they were in prime position. I mean, that <laughs> that loss last night with the game in hand against LA that was a that was that was it. That was the that was the the, the, yeah. the season. They had no choice but to win that game. They had to win out. Really, they had to go six and zero on the way out. But that was more logical or possible if you're beating up on teams that you're a minus three twenty favorite to hammer. Right. Yeah. So terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. We booking this, betting this? We're we're booking it. Okay. All I right. think it's I think it's gonna go over. It's not personal. I just I think I think I, I know I'm just telling you, I think Vancouver scores five, five, right. two, we're two final. We're two and two on better to book it for, for your plays. Yeah. Favorite thing about today is what? So first day back to school, right? Everybody's yeah. back to school. Hell yeah, it's quiet in this house. I love it. Best thing about today is that it's quiet in this house. I got <laughs> Grandma and Papa are in San Antonio at a wow. Vietnam dog veteran uh, convention. Vietnam dog handler convention. Papa served in Vietnam. He handled the dog. So wow. every year, once a year, they meet in a city 
and go and tell war stories and oh, that's just awesome. So they get together and they talk about nice. dogs and 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 so they left on Saturday. They've been gone all last three or four days. Jessica's at work and all my kids are at school. For the first time since we moved into this house, You're I am alone. Wow. In the house by myself. I am going to turn the music on. I don't know what song I'm going to start playing, but I am going to dance like no one's watching. I think I'm going to keep my clothes on. I'm not sure. I think. Thanks for the visual. I, I'm just letting everybody know. I can't wait to just hear music and nothing else. I don't know where no one's at, and I ain't asking. I know where the kids are at school. The older one is somewhere practice or something, and Jessica's at work. <laughs> I'm contemplating going and delivering her flowers just because. Okay. But I'm also thinking about what I'm getting for lunch and bringing back and eating without anyone asking me, did I bring him food? And why Ooh. didn't you ask me if I'm, I don't know what I'm getting yet. I still not sure. Interesting. Yeah. I'm on board with all of that because I, I am a hundred percent in agreement Today, Tuesday is always kind of a little bit of a stranger day because I have a call right after this. So I can't eat lunch until two. Mm. But I do. I I haven't had a really good lunch in a bit. I've been running around like crazy. So I, I may be looking at the same thing that you are back. Okay. Be quiet with the whole thing. Yeah, that's all. Don't bother Just nobody. I ain't going to bother me. Quiet. Keep, it, keep it calm. That's it. Keep it quiet. Yeah. And then Madeline comes home at 3.30 and hell breaks loose. So, you know, have that little moment, little two-hour window of quiet, and then it turns back into... But yes, I agree. My favorite thing about today, the kids are back in school. <laughs> it is a I love day. them being at home, but like it's nonstop. And then like they bring their friends over and it's just it's just too much. And like Kendall... Oh, we, we had seven kids here yesterday. yesterday oh, yeah. How'd that go? Chaos. How'd that go? Chaos. It was fine. It was fun. It was chaos. Like... yeah. I called you that one time. I heard all that noise in the background. I was like, all right, I'll let you go. Yep. It was, it was chaos. It was just kids screaming and yelling, running around, having, a, I mean, they, look, it was a fun little end of summer type yeah. of party. And, you know, it, it was hot dogs and hamburgers and just like a kickoff of summer type of thing. So I was right. fine with it, but <laughs> I like today a little more, a little quieter, a little calmer, <laughs> a little recovery. <laughs> I just looked down. Mikey awesome said that you don't have to wait 30 minutes to make a decision on where to eat because I mean, I don't know how this is your house, but when you ask somebody, where do you want to go to eat? It's like, well, what are you in the mood for? What do you want? What do you just, can we well, Madeline, go? I, I agree. Madeline did, now has become, I don't know what the hell got into her with this, but oh. like she's, she now can't determine what she wants to eat at every meal. Like it doesn't matter what the meal is. She can't correct din dinner, lunch, breakfast. What do you want? I don't know. Five options. No, 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 no. Okay. How about option A, C, B, D, F, G? Nope, no. And I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Like, figure done. it out. Like, figure done. it out. I gave you enough. Like, you're not that hungry then. When you're <laughs> hungry, when, when you're hungry, you'll say yes to something. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, not that I was the oldest of five. My mother made dinner. They didn't ever ask what we were having. She made dinner and you ate what was on the damn table. Like, yep. if you were not hungry, you didn't eat. But you didn't have options. I don't want that side dish. No, that's what's there. Right. Tonight it's zucchini. Well, I'm not a big fan of zucchini. Well, then you ain't eating it. Right. I ain't making you nothing else. I ain't making nothing else. Well, I'm cooking for seven. So 
This is what we're having. You dinner's at six thirty. If you ain't here by six thirty, don't come home until ten because your father's going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. Don't be late for dinner and don't ask what it is. Just eat it and go. That's I mean, these kids got options and they can't decide. Oh, brutal. I agree. It's frustrating. <laughs> it's just like really, guys. Like, come on. This, yeah, it's just yeah. So. That's that's where it is. So it's it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> Tomorrow's show is going to be fun. Kyrie, oh, wait, Kyrie versus the Celtics. It's going to be wild. It's going to be one of the most interesting pre games I can remember from a Celtics basketball game. I we need a raw feed in there. They're going to have it. To... Guarantee it. They'll have it. ESPN will have it. They'll, they'll they'll give everyone what they want. That they know this. I mean, anytime there's something like this in New England that's only two hours away from Bristol, yeah, they'll have full hands. Everybody will be there. We'll, we'll get the pregame feel for what Kyrie's going to get the second he comes out to warm up, all the way through the game. It's going to be just wild. Cannot wait. Can't Cannot wait. wait for game two. Join us tomorrow, ten o'clock Pacific time, one p.m. Eastern time. He's Dave. I'm Matt. It's the Bostonian versus the book. We'll talk to you for a Wednesday.